bit of practical skull drudgery I just pulled on on poor old Johnny Bond. <laughs> Frankly, I can't imagine. What? <laughs> well, you know that old pocketbook trick? The one where you just happen to leave a wallet full of money on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> well, just like the perfect sucker he is, old stupid John fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. Picked it right up and put it in his pocket. <laughs> Look, dishonest Pat, I hate to tell you this, but Johnny got the money. So? Well, what are you laughing at? <laughs> it was your wallet. Finish <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mine. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Wait a minute, what are you laughing at? That was the money I was going to pay your salary with. <laughs> Somebody please tell me how come I always wind up the sucker. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because you always ask for it. You know, you might be right at that. <laughs> now, you take, for instance, the other night. I had a date with my girlfriend. Lena Genster is her name. And uh, <laughs> only thing, when I got to her house, there she was sitting on the Davenport holding hands with another man. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. But leave it to old Pat. <laughs> I fixed them good. Oh? <laughs> what did you do? Turned out the lights so they couldn't see what they was doing. <laughs> oh, you fixed it all yeah, right. Yeah, I fixed it. Yeah. Hey, you know something, Buttram? Huh? You're always thinking you're so smart. You know that? Pick, pick, pick. That's all both of you do. Just pick on me all the time. Why don't you do something to help me for a change? Now, wait just a minute there, Barrel Billy. <laughs> When you were sick last year, who rode 15 miles in a blinding snowstorm to get you to a doctor? You did? Yeah, and last spring when you fell in the river and almost drowned. Who saved your life? Gene did. And what about the time that horse ran away with you? Who stopped him and saved you from breaking your neck? You did. Well? Yeah, but what have you done for me lately? <laughs>
Wait just a minute. Wait just a minute. Suppose I don't want to pick a card. Well, in that case, do it anyway. Go ahead now. Take one. Okay. There. Good. Now, I'll just bet you $10 you took the king of hearts. You're all wrong. It was the three of clubs. Well, no wonder you picked the wrong card. <laughs> Fine thing. You just never learn, will you, Pat? What do you mean by that? Do you really want to know? That look in your eye, I ain't quite sure. <laughs> well, nevertheless, you're going to hear it anyway. For instance, uh, do you by any chance remember one time, oh, about three years ago, when I went out of town on business? And do you just faintly recall that on the same day I left Melody Ranch, you used Champion to ride into town, and by just the slimmest possibility... Do you remember strolling into the lobby of the Traveler's Hotel with that big country blank look on your silly face, sitting down in a chair, and then just a few minutes later, having a stranger walk up to you and say, Hi, cowboy. How'd you like to pick up a couple of fast bucks? <laughs> sure, why not? So, you followed this sterling character up a back flight of stairs to a room on the second floor where you met another sterling character who asked you to make yourself at home and said, Tell you the truth, cowboy, my friend here and I were just passing through town and, well, since you looked like a fairly sporting type of gent, <laughs> well, we thought you might like to sort of pass the time away with us. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Now you were hooked. But, like the cat with the mouse, they decided to let you just smell of the cheese a little first. So, well, they talked you into playing a little game. A game in which all you had to do to win was tell them which shell a certain pea was under. And you did. Well, cowboy, it sort of looks like you've kind of taken us over the coals. Boy, howdy, I'll say. I'm $6.12 ahead. Uh, look, pal, uh, since... Uh, well, since your luck is running so good, maybe you'd like to raise the stakes a little. Uh, okay, how much? Oh, say $5,000. Well, suits me. Uh, uh, did you say $5,000? Well, I'll make it more if you like. Look, mister, I ain't even got 5,000 cents, much less $5,000. Well, then, uh, what about that horse we saw you ride up on? Why not bet him? Are you kidding? <laughs> that ain't my horse. Belongs to my boss. Well, so what? The way your eyes follow that pea, you're almost a cinch to win 5,000 bucks. Your boss will never even have to know. Well... Ah, come on. How about it? You sure I'll win? Well, I don't see how you can miss. 
Here's our five grand. Wow. Huh. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Only go real slow, because this time I can't lose. <laughs> Don't worry. Now then, I just pick up the little pea, like this. Switch the shells around, like this. Now, which shell is the pea under? That's easy. I can't miss. So it's plain as day. <laughs> the pea's under that shell right there. <laughs> okay, we'll just lift it up like this. <laughs> See, what the... Holy smoke. It ain't there. Oh. Sorry, cowboy. Better luck next time. <laughs> but, but what about Gene's horse? I've lost champion. Oh, me. I wish I was dead. <laughs> Gene, that's exactly what happened. You know, if you were anybody else, I'd punch you right in the nose. How could you do it? I don't know. I I thought it was just a friendly game. Oh, sure, a friendly game with a couple of professional crooks. Now I'm beginning to think this whole thing was just a frame-up to get champ. Huh? What makes you say that? Well, because when I got over over to the city today, the guy I was supposed to see said he'd never written me a letter in his life. Oh, no. Look, if you want to leave me alone in the next room with a loaded gun, I'll be glad to do the rest. No, 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 no. You haven't got enough up there to hurt you. (laughs) Forget it. It's done and that's that. But there's one thing sure. I'm going to get Champ back if it costs you ever since you've gotten me too. And so, Pat, 20 minutes later, you and I were back at the Travers Hotel. Only by the time we got there, your friends had checked out. Nevertheless, we still went up to their room and started looking through waste baskets, dresser drawers, closets, any place that might give us a possible clue as to where they went. But then, just as we were about to give up the whole thing, I spotted the answer we were looking for over on the telephone stand. Look, Gene Autry, will you please tell me what in tarnation we're doing clear down here in the railroad freight yard? You'll find out soon enough. Follow me. Oh, fine. I've been following you for 20 minutes now, and I still don't know any more than when I started. Will you quit your griping? What's the number on that cattle car? How should I know? Wait, wait till I rub off the dirt. Well? WP71608. Good. Well, we're getting closer. Come on. I'm coming. I'm coming. Still don't see what you're trying to prove, though. Hey, wait a minute, Pat. Hold it. What's the matter? I think this is it. WP72870. You mean you actually think Champ is really in this here boxcar? I'm positive. Just keep down and follow me. Okay. I sure hope you know what you're doing. Well, don't worry. Here's the door. Stand back while I slide it open. Right. So far, so good. Yeah, but what do we do now? Take a look inside. Come on. Kind of dark in here, ain't it? Looking for something, mister? Huh? Don't reach either one of you. 
Hey, look, Gene. There's Champ. Don't worry, boy. Don't worry. We'll get you out of here. <laughs> you hear what the cowboy said, Joe? Yeah, got a pretty fair sense of humor, ain't he? I don't know. Let's see if he has or not. Uh, what time is it? Uh, 4.20. Good. That makes it just perfect. Ten minutes more and this heap will be pulling out. <laughs> Holy, they'll be too dead to enjoy the ride. <laughs> By the way, Archie, how'd you like the way we suckered your dumb chum here into losing your horse? You should be real proud of that. <laughs> you don't know the half of it. You see, whether you know it or not, this horse of yours has quite a reputation for his speed. So? So this. Nobody's ever seen him run. That is, nobody from back east. Except Joe here and me. Meaning? Meaning we wait till just the right time, enter even just the right race, and clean up. Pretty nice, huh? Yeah. Except for one thing. Now, what's that? I got him! I got him! I got him! I got him! I Kid. Now, both of you get up. What? What are you going to do with it? Same thing you were going to do with my horse. Give you a one-way ticket back east. Come on, Pat. Get champ and let's go home. And so... That was the story, except for one small thing. Just to make everything nice and legal, I took Joe and Al back to the station master's office where I played them one game of find the pea. My ranch against champions. You know what? I won. Well, Patrick, does it all come back to you now? Okay, okay. So I made a fool of myself. Hey, but hey, there's just one about that story I never did figure out. And what's that? How did you know them crooks had champ in that one particular boxcar? Very, very simple. Hmm. I found a telephone pad in their hotel room back in Spring Valley. So you found a telephone pad. I still don't get it. Well, the original page had been torn off. But an impression of what had been written down before was on the next sheet. You mean that number, uh... WP-72870? Right. Yeah, but how'd you figure out what that meant? Well, you forget that uh, years ago I used to work on the Frisco Railroad. So? So one of the things I learned was that they stencil different numbers on different types of cars. In this case, WP stood for Western Pacific. And since the number was in the 70,000s, I knew it referred to a stock car. After that... All I had to do was go down to the Western Pacific Yard and find a stock car numbered WP-72870. Well, I'm a monkey's uncle. Yeah, you sure are, sonny boy. <laughs> Incidentally, next time you're down at the zoo, say hello to your nephew for me.
friends and neighbors, here to my way of thinking is one of the most beautiful examples of musical Americana to be found anywhere. Written by my good friend Carson Robinson. Its simple yet unforgettable melody combined with the sincere thoughts expressed in its lyrics make it truthfully an all-time classic. Listen and see if you don't agree as the boys and girls join me in singing... Banjos ringing, those melodies that linger in my heart. I hear the voices singing, those good old songs that make the teardrops start. Where a friend is a friend 